Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hey, happy President's Day to you. Glad to be with you on a Monday. Looking back on a weekend that was quite eventful, whether it be from Daytona to Madison, uh, over to Cleveland, where the all-star festivities in the NBA took place. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Check out the latest lines for the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER there were events Friday but it was on Saturday where you had all of these skills competitions whether it be three-point shootout and I don't know what that dunk contest was Mike but I, I I can say this from all the response that that happened the reason I can say that I don't know what it was was because I really didn't see it and this is because I was out to eat on Saturday night and was with my wife and my father-in-law. We took the baby out and sat in a restaurant where they had TVs on. So I saw the skills competition, saw, you know, Cat win the three-point shootout. And I had it recorded at home with the dunk competition. And I was following on Twitter as we were, we were leaving and then navigating and just heard how awful it was and heard how bad it was. So I didn't even go back to go and check out the dunk competition. And I thought maybe today I would be able to to see it because it's supposed to be on right now on NBA TV. They're instead just showing the game because that apparently was 9 million times better than what the dunk competition was on Saturday. Yeah, it was one of those experiences, right? So my Saturday was jam-packed, right? We didn't have any soccer to play, but I watched a couple of EPL games. I watched the full of Elimination Chamber uh, on you know the pay-per-view and, and different streaming services. So I had that, and then I went and saw a movie. And then I got back, and then it was NBA All-Star Saturday. I went and saw Licorice Pizza, by the way. Pretty good. All right. Good. What good. I didn't realize the whole time I'm watching it going, you know, this kid looks and kind of acts and, well, Paul Thomas Anderson, he loved him some Philip Seymour Hoffman. This kid kind of looks like him that's in the lead. Would come to find out it's actually his kid that plays the lead. How about that? Uh, there it is Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid. So it all made sense uh, in, in the postscript. But uh, All-Star Saturday night, you know, I'd watch the celebrity game on Friday, get into Saturday, right, the skills competition. The little windmill thing was kind of odd in the, uh, in, in the three-point shooting of things. But, you know, the three-point shootout was a good time. And the dunk contest, I, I try to be positive about it, Dan, in the, you know what, they're, they're trying things you don't get to do in games. They're trying things that let, let's hope they were putting more in their practices on, you know, perfecting whatever they're doing for their respective teams than than practicing their dunks. So when it got to iteration five or six, yeah, I, I kind of felt like it, I was losing steam really fast. I kept it on. But was I excited? No, because we already knew what the effort was going to be. So just completing it, I'm like, all right, just check the box already. Well, right? I, that I, kind of thing. Yeah. And that's the hard part. It's like, you know, when you, once you get past attempt number two, it's like, all right, we understand what you were going for. Move on. I think what, what ended up working out awesome for the NBA was that Sunday was magnificent. Sure. Sunday was really, really good. And I know that the All-Star game in the NBA can be polarizing, whether you're a fan or not a fan. But if you just sat down and I don't even want to say had low expectations or high expectations, if you took the All-Star game and everything that 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 
went along with it, the pregame, the halftime, and uh, the actual game. It was a really good watch yesterday. It was enjoyable. It was it proved, I think, to to many, it's probably the best All Star game there is. Even if you mm-hmm. mess with the East versus Western Conference teams, if you have draft, like it truly is to get the stars to play to to have the ending as it was. But Sunday, I think, just made up so much and and completely was able to overshadow in a good way what may have transpired late on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean the three point shooting contest, you know. And- and, and right now, I really feel like I need some sugar. So I got my kids trying to rustle up some Mountain Dew. Uh, tap, tap the vein. I know already you're a big done. fan of the Dew. Already done. Yeah, you're Just already in. me. Yep. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, ah, that was one of the activations that kind of worked in the process. When you talk about advertising, like, you know, I haven't had that in a while. Sam, Iowa Sam and I were just talking about that. It's like, you know, I had it after the Super Bowl because it was a long day. Had the early show, went to the game, and then all of a sudden there's pizza and Mountain Dew waiting on me. Um, so, yeah. Again, not an advertisement for them in any way, shape, or form, but uh, that's one of the takeaways from All-Star Weekend. If you didn't recognize they were a sponsor, surprise! Uh, There they are. But the three-point shootout now becomes your marquee event, right? Because you have stars participating, which is one complaint against the dunk contest, Mm -hmm. and and, and I get that. And and there's a lot to the history of the dunk contest that really bled into the events of of Sunday. I'll have you know, Dan, the over-under for the game itself was 324. 163-160 163-160 is your final. <laughs> they know what's up. They, 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 they have a pretty good idea there, and LeBron with the game winner. We'll get into the game itself as we go on here uh, today on the Doug Gottlieb Show. But, you know, I, I, I didn't you know I didn't lament the dunk contest to the same degree as others. I, I just thought, all right, it jumped the, the proverbial shark, just like uh, Blake Griffin jumping uh, part of a car all those years ago. It's like, all right, you're, now we're trying to do something and the execution of the dunk is less than, you know, trying to do acrobatics. Sure. You know, so, you know, might as well start getting some Cirque du Soleil guys jumped in there uh, as well as well, fifth, sixth, and seventh competitors. You know, and for those that forget when Blake Griffin did the jumping over the car, he actually like wanted to dunk over like a, a Maybach or a Rolls Royce or something. Yeah. But the NBA was like, no, our auto partner is Kia, yes. so you have to dunk over a Kia. That, 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 was part- that and I mean, and if you ruin that car, it's a couple hundred grand, you know, the Kia. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I just, I, listen, I, we don't need to break down the game and, and how it played out, but Sunday was just, Sunday was really good. And I know halftime went a bit longer with the 75, the, you know, the 75 players they were honoring in the 75th anniversary, 75 best players in the NBA. But it still was good. And, mm-hmm. and there were, you know, unfortunately, you know, there, there, were, there were players who had obviously passed and obviously Kobe Bryant first and foremost. And that was, that was one of the things that popped up into my mind is as we're watching these guys get announced and we're seeing the reaction like I tr- like like watching it yesterday it hit me and thinking just specifically about Kobe because I said I said to my wife I go I bet you they're going to leave Kobe and Jordan until the end. Well, I was half right because Jordan was the last one that that came out and they had Kobe a little bit earlier in, in the montage but like I think that that if 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 Kobe were alive and why yesterday was such a big point to to miss him is I think he would be getting that ovation that Jordan got I because I think of 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 just where these NBA players are today 
Like Kobe would have, uh, Kobe was on his way. He he may have been hated as a player because of the titles, and and maybe you just weren't a Kobe fan. I wasn't a Kobe fan, but yesterday would have been like that opportunity for him to just be so honored because of all of the players. That's their generation. Like that's the guy that they looked up to when they, when they made it to the league. And I and I felt like I that was the one thing that I missed with Kobe not being there yesterday. And I'm not even a Kobe fan. I just really felt like that would have been his day. That would have been, you know, one of his nights to really be honored. But I mean, Jordan had the the, the enormous, you know, the enormous response, but I think that if Kobe just unfortunately is not with us, but if he would have been here, that he he would have been the one to shine. Certainly with the current players, right? That was the guy they grew up with. But you had the legend of Jordan. And watching the number of videos that were making the rounds of his interaction with different players, the hug of Luka, and then maybe or maybe not identifying who Carl Anthony Towns was. By the way, (laughs) congratulations for the big man winning the three-point contest. I mean, we got got to show some love there because he was on fire. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you had interesting strategies of guys skip, skipping racks of balls and whatever. I mean, it was really kind of interesting. But for the MJ love, what the thing was, though, you watched the younger guys, you know, showing their love and respect and the, the big eyes. But you watched all the veteran guys, his contemporaries and even those guys older. Everybody wanted their minute with him. They wanted to make sure they were in the in frame with the mm-hmm. photo. And I really want the audio of whatever the hell he and Dennis Rodman were talking about. <laughs> right? Because it's funny. On Sunday during the day, I mean, Trinity Rodman, his, his daughter, is playing on the U.S. women's team. So I was explaining to my daughters, you know, they know who she is, but not necessarily who she is in the larger sports Um uh, conversation. Don't know and the then, lineage. Yeah, and then there's Dennis Rodman later on. The sweet-looking pants he had. That design was fantastic. But but Jordan talking to him, I wanted a clip of that. But all these other photos and the interactions, it just seemed everybody gravitated. He and Magic Johnson, you know, the challenge to a one-on-one game, which, let's face it, that's going to get better ratings than anything the league does or any other league does that isn't the NFL. Well, I, I'll say this. Number one, I want you to videotape you explaining to your daughters who Dennis Rodman is because I want to see that. I want to see how this explanation goes because it can go a million He's different He's one of the ways. greatest players of all time. Uh, <laughs> he was eccentric, and he was a rock star, and all the stuff you see kids doing today, your rappers, your influencers, and everybody else – they learned it from watching him. And then there was Madonna. You know, and then there's, well, other, there's, yeah. other, there's a bunch of different ways that you can go no, with that, Well, I did, I did include her in the explanation, actually. <laughs> and, you know, to some degree, it's like, well, they know a couple of songs, but I don't think they recognize how big Madonna was mm. <laughs> at the time that Dennis Rodman entered Man, her life. We are getting old. That is that is for sure. I, I will say this, and I, I teased this earlier. It dawned on me that there is only there's only going to be one way to settle the, the dumb debate that we have of – is LeBron better or is Jordan better? And and it, it has something to do with, with last night. I don't know if we're going to have to wait 25 years, Mike, for the debate to be settled. But the next time the NBA figures out a way to put all of their greats together, the question is, once LeBron retires, who's introduced last? And if if it's Jordan, then Jordan wins. And if it's LeBron then LeBron wins. So for the stupid debates that you can have back and forth and titles and finals appearances and who did what and who did this and who did that, I think the true measure will be who gets announced last. Once LeBron retires. NBA 100, if, if, well, God willing, uh, we're all here to watch it. 
<laughs> and, sure. And, and as well as Jordan, obviously, you know, as you mentioned, that was one of the hard things, you know, watching it with, you know, the, the photo shot, you know, shots of, all right, here are all the, the former Lakers that are on this list. And like right in the middle would have been a spot where Kobe would have sat. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and things of that nature that we know, uh, you know, the life cycle of things that, you know, some portion of this 75 won't be there. Uh, but it, it, I think that's a great way to settle the argument. That's it. We got to keep keep that in the vernacular and in our hot takery for 25 years. Forget it, about your goat arguments. It's who gets the last yeah. spotlight. And I think it's very organic. Like you're when you're putting together a program. And it's not Adam Silver sitting there or, or bloggers or idiots like us on the radio. There is, there's, it's not that. There's going to be somebody that's going to try to put together the best program. And, and who knows? They're, they're, the NBA could have some you know, unique event or put something together you know, in some certain year between you know, within the next 10 years where you will have another ceremony like you had last night. And whoever is introduced last... I think it's the last laugh in that debate because it's organic, it's natural, and it would just feel right. But think about this. If my theory that LeBron is part cyborg or is a cyborg Mm -hmm. uh, is true, he may still be playing. He might be. (laughs) Play that Terminator music. Maybe we already know because LeBron was introduced last last night. Like, Like there would have been an excuse because it's Cleveland for LeBron in his hometown to be the last one announced but instead they chose michael jordan maybe that does and properly it. Sh- <laughs> properly so dan buyer as my south side chicago roots <laughs> i i think it's i i think that we may have stumbled onto something i, I think, think that I they think did decide it last night like i was thinking like maybe it was on equal footing of of lebron and, and mj both retired and have to be somewhat recent since they're both on our mind right now but if they had the opportunity last night, it's not like this game was in Charlotte or Chicago where Jordan got last. It was in LeBron's backyard, and he was introduced last. And I know that, listen, I know they did different positions, but they could have done guards first and then centers and then yeah. forwards at the end. But they didn't. They chose forwards first, then they did the centers, and then they did the guards. And I think that's specifically so Jordan could be last. I think we have settled the LeBron-Jordan debate that we will never have to talk about. Again, You're uh, my hero. Talk- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's gonna happen. The debate, is gonna, we, the debate is gonna go on. We've just a- ended up solving the riddle. <laughs> that's all. That's all that happened. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. It is the Doug Gottlieb show. As we are sitting in for Doug Gottlieb today, maybe Michael Jordan had the last say in the debate on who's better when it comes to him or LeBron James. However, LeBron. Sure had his own say about his future this past weekend. We'll talk about that next year on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Mike Harmon sitting in for Doug today. You can normally hear Mike on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weeknights on Fox Sports Radio at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 Pacific. I'm usually at the news desk with Doug during his show. 
But today, Mike and I have got you covered for the next uh, 90 plus minutes or so. In 10 minutes, we'll be joined by former NFL lineman, Fox Sports Radio host Jeff Schwartz, who will be. Uh, I, I'm curious on Jeff's thoughts on the NFL Combine. Does it need a revamp? Is it changed over the last couple of years? And plus, the NFL offseason is now here for all 32 teams. We will dive into that. Silly season, Dan. Silly season. Rumor, conjecture, <laughs> speculation. I want to trade. No, he wants to trade. I want to be left alone and just vacation. All of those fun things. And who's going to have the next great media breakthrough to decide to chronicle every step of the process? Will it be your guy, Russell Wilson? Or will we get Aaron Rodgers hunting, maybe backpacking and camping across the globe? Because Miles Teller has no reshoots to do on Top Gun 2, I don't think. So they can get together and give us a travel log. I don't know. <laughs> we we should find out again. Roger said sooner rather than later. Uh, so hopefully soon we will find out what it is what's going to happen with one Aaron Rodgers. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. It wasn't that, but it was that, but it wasn't that. What I mean is that the all-star game maybe wasn't about LeBron James as it was honoring the 75 greatest players in the NBA in the 75th anniversary of the league. However, Mike, it was a big weekend for LeBron James as he returned to Cleveland uh, as an all-star again but also weighed in on a variety of topics, and I'll just paraphrase here, says that he would never close the door on a possible return to the Cavaliers, and also said that he does intend to still play his final season with his son, Bronny James. That's a few years in the distance, but LeBron James now laying out the path to his future, maybe laying out the path while driving that bus over Rob Palinka. Yeah. But the fact is, LeBron James had a lot to say at All-Star Weekend. Well, sure. Add the, hey, Sam Presti, that's the MVP. Name-checking a <laughs> bunch of GMs. Hi, Rob. How you doing over there? Obviously, still a lot of folks uh, wondering what truly transpired uh, in the final hours ahead of the trade deadline, who people's whereabouts, how seriously they took things, and whether they truly had a suitor uh, for Russell Westbrook and that contract, right? We heard the rumors of John Wall. Uh, I remind folks, John Wall hasn't played a lot of basketball the last couple of years uh, whenever they get excited about that. But but yeah, th this All-Star game, Steph had his 50, LeBron hits the game winner, but it comes out and really the weekend, other than the 75th anniversary celebration and thinking about all those players and those interactions, it really became all about LeBron James. Right. The the idea of, all right, Cleveland can still be in the mix. Well, that becomes, you know, they've got a nice nucleus there. So in terms of coming back and being a part of maybe a winning squad in the East is is curious. Uh, but the Bronny James, because he, he can't come in till 2024. And that assumes he, he continues his growth path mm -hmm. as well, right? And so it depends which side of the coin you want to look at. Is it, all right, you want LeBron because of the marketing and, and whatever he is still as, as a player at that point. But, you know, looking at the bottom five, six teams from a marketing angle certainly could give an injection to your revenue uh, as he keeps climbing all sorts of different individual 
you know, totals, right, in NBA yeah. history. But also, you know, to, you're, you're putting butts in seats, right? That's what you're looking at in local TV money. The other is maybe Bronny becomes the guy that, you know, and he's got a lot of time to grow and becomes a star in his own right. And now it's, all right, you're, you're bringing LeBron with you instead of the other way around. I think it's an interesting uh, piece, but certainly it still became a, hey, I'm throwing everything up against the kitchen sure. sink because we're going to make this all about me. How many thought pieces well, about LeBron well, going to Cleveland uh, and, and being there for the All-Star game did you read? See, well, that's that's like the part that I like. I get stuck on because I actually think like the, LeBron deserves this praise. Like like he he probably deserved for this to be his weekend but then to your point, he's pushing a narrative that's so much further down the road that it makes it seem selfish in a way. But like, sure. honestly, for what he has done and what his career has done to go back to Cleveland, to have that weekend be about uh, him and fellow All-Stars, I don't think is, you know, around fellow All-Stars, I don't think is like out of the realm of craziness. I think that we could all say that is something, but again, it's how LeBron goes about things. And, and Mike, you and I th- did a show filling in for Doug a, a couple of weeks ago. And when this topic came up again, and, and that was the, the, the point that we had talked about was it's not that LeBron's going to be able to pick where he's going to go. It's going to be the team that drafts Bronny. And to right. your point, that's going to be the decision of that team to, to decide, all right, do we maybe take a reach on drafting Bronny sooner for that one season of LeBron as opposed to taking a prospect that we feel can help us more in the long term. That's what's going to be interesting if it ends up coming to that point where LeBron's, you know, if it only would be one season, that team's going to have to weigh whether they want the prospect or they want the package deal for just one season. And I actually find that super intriguing if that ends oh, up Oh, absolutely. The it's the business of the NBA at its finest, right? One, because LeBron goes back to the one-in-one one one contracts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's no long-term deal to be had. Two, does his body hold up, which is the whole other wild card in all of these things, right? He's talked for weeks already about how much his knee is bothering him. We've seen reports of the inflammation. And, you know, I wonder aloud, Jason Smith and I did this the other night, uh, Dan, of, you know, with Anthony Davis sidelined as long as he is, is there a point in this season where there's an operation shutdown, right, based on if the Lakers fall out of those top ten slots? Mm-hmm. And maybe they do, maybe they don't. It's a couple of games wiggle room here. But if they get out to the second half, you know, the final quarter of the NBA season, that's the other thing. The NFL just playing bully here. The later they push the Super Bowl, it's like, yeah, now you get your all-star game. We've got five <laughs> games to go. It's all-star weekend. You know, that kind of thing uh, seems to be in the offing. But for LeBron James and just the, the general managers, it, it is an, a very interesting um, play to come over these next three years. By the way, the other Akron kid did okay for himself in the all-star game. By yeah. Yeah, he did. Steph he Curry did. Very good 16 point. Yes. Three, three pointers. Yes. So, you know, where were all the articles about a homecoming for him, huh? <laughs> they, they were nowhere to be found. I, I do find, I find it very interesting. And actually LeBron may be able to have his cake and eat it too. He could maybe get, go to the Cavs for a year and then, you know, sign a one-year deal with them if they want him and then maybe go look somewhere else after his Laker days. So a lot there for LeBron on the table. He did not rule anything out. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Joining us now, former NFL lineman, and now you can hear him on Fox Sports Saturdays at 4 o'clock Eastern time with Steve Hartman here on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff Schwartz joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I am good. How are you guys doing today? We are doing, we are doing fantastic. And, and I want to start because I teased it. The situation with the NFL agents and them maybe trying to make a change to the NFL combine, is this just about the bubble or is this just a bigger play to get the NFL to change their combine rules that they've had in the past? Probably a little bit of both. I think it's more about the bubble. and It does seem like more reports are coming out now that – it seems like the NFL might move to change a little bit of the bubble uh, and be able to let the players warm up and do some things they normally do in different parts of the hotel. And I mean, think about it from the players' perspective and really the agents and the other the people involved. I mean, you basically the NFL says for the playoffs, we're not testing for COVID. You know, it basically doesn't exist anymore, right? And you look mm-hmm. around the country right now with the lessening of a lot of mass restrictions and and. Uh, in different places, and then you're going to India, it's like, well, never mind, we're going to bubble everyone up. And it seems kind of backwards to where the NFL handled the playoffs. And the, the, the combine is already tough enough, um, you know, when you have to deal with everything that just goes with the combine, right? The, the lack of sleep and kind of the, the rig and roll, the whole process, and now adding in the bubble where you can't see your, tra- your, your therapists, your trainers, your agents. Um, you can't warm up the way you normally would. You know, the food is different. I get why people are upset about it. It does feel like they are changing a little bit of the policies. Now, again, I don't know if if the players would have followed through on, on not participating, especially the large numbers of players that they had talked about not participating. But I do think there's a little bit of the agents just the, – the combine is not great for their clients, right? Like working on a pro day, you typically get much better results. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, we're talking about half uh, the number reported was that half might not show. And, and we know the Combine has become a popular uh, event, right, for watching, and, and especially once the linemen get going, right? Uh, obviously, owing to you, Jeff, as an offensive lineman, once, once we get the, the fellas on the interior moving, uh, that's where my interest is peaked. Watching a guy <laughs> throw to air is not it. I want to see if a guy can move, especially once we saw Trent Williams doing all that pulling stuff this past season, even though they'd never bothered to follow his block, but that's a whole other problem. Um, but, <laughs> but for me, it's, it's the, you know, you've got your routines, like you say, and to suddenly throw those off two weeks two weeks before yeah. and you've been planning this for six months just seems right. like you could throw the whole thing asunder and cost guys millions of dollars. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, there, there's not many players that can afford to do this. And I'm, I'm going to reiterate kind of the purpose for the combine, right? For those who, who, who don't, who don't know the medical is the number one reason why. And if you listen to the agents, they didn't say their, their players weren't going to go to Indy. Right. They were going to miss the workouts, right? Because the medical is super important and cannot be missed. Second is the mental, right? Now they they did they get rid of the Wonderlick, which is fine, um, but you know there's other mental testing uh, that, that that they're going to do. But you meet with the coaches, you meet with general managers, you meet with player personnel directors, you meet with the entire scouting department, and so there, part of that is is that process, right? Now the um, the on field activities to me are uh, a symbol. Not really a symbol, but, but a, a measuring stick for how good your scouts are, right? Because let's say you watch Jeff Schwartz on film, and I am really athletic on film. I am fast. I'm quick. 
I have a good burst. I, I move well, and then I get to the combine, and I run slow. I look unathletic, and, and next to my peers, I don't look like the same player I was in the field. Well, why is that, right? Am I just a better player on Saturdays and Sundays than I am a tester? And vice versa, if a player plays slow on the field but really runs fast and moves well to the combine, why is there that disconnect? So that's what it's for, right? And so, uh, again, I think that a lot of players could use this sort of cross-check of their physical abilities in the combine. Um, and that's why I think in the end, you know, maybe the top guys boycott, but probably not more than that. Jeff Schwartz joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug. In other NFL matters, the Steelers hired Brian Flores as an assistant. Are you surprised that Brian Flores is going to be working in the NFL next season? Uh, not really. I mean, you know, obviously based off of his ability as a coach, he's definitely deserving of being a defensive coordinator or head coach. I was surprised he was fired in Miami. Um, obviously the lawsuit made it more difficult. I, didn't, I, I thought it ended his, his, the possibility of him being a head coach. I, I didn't think it ended the chances of him being a coordinator or a position coach. And this is more of a – you know, this happens a lot more in college football where Nick Saban is notorious. Right? He hires like the fire coaches. He hires like two a year as these analysts, right, and senior analysts. And they get paid zero dollars, and they're getting paid by their old school part of the buyout and whatnot. You know, Brian Flores is a senior assistant, and he's coaching linebackers. They have, they have two linebacker coaches already. He's just there to help Mike Tomlin out. Whatever they need for that week, whatever you know, he needs help with, he's there just to be another – Another set of eyes and ears, and, and we know he can coach defense. Um, so I like to hire. It's great for Tomlin. But also, look, let's be fair, it does a solid to the NFL, right? The NFL now, uh, you know, while Brian Flores is a coach, he's not a coordinator, not a head coach, not going to be talking to the media, not going to be on, on doing the morning shows. Um, and this will largely probably be forgotten about until the next, until the next court hearing or – some settlement, whatever you want to call it. Like I, I think the, the Steelers did um, did the NFL solid here by hiring Brian Flores. Again, totally deserving of the position. He's overqualified mm-hmm. for sure. the position. But just that I think they, they did him a solid um, by, by hiring him. Make the room better always. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you is the podcast. We got to ask, Jeff, because Dan and I talked about this a little bit earlier. First weekend without NFL action, other than the handicapping angle, how much did you miss uh, Sunday not having a, a slate of games to sit and watch? I didn't miss it, man. Um, I hung out with the kids. I uh, it's, it's baseball season coming up, so we played not, I mean, not obviously in Major League Baseball, but right, in, in sure. Little League. In, in Little League, we, so we, we played a little bit outside yesterday. Um, I played catch with my wife. She she asked me to play catch yesterday. She said she had never played catch in her life, and so she wanted to put a glove on and, That's and play awesome. catch. So we, we went outside for like 20 minutes and threw the baseball around for a little bit. She was, I, was, I was actually – I told her in the middle of it, I said, you know what, our kids have a chance. Our kids have a chance to be athletic. <laughs> you, you got a little you – got a little, you got a little, you know, she was, she was holding the ball with five fingers. I was like, hon, this is not, we got to hold the ball correctly and got it done a little bit. Um, and so I enjoyed it. You know, look, I'll miss football probably in a couple weeks. But, I, you know, football season, man, and y'all were at Radio Row. It's a long week mm-hmm. of Super Bowl if you're covering it. And you're just like, when you're done, I'm just like kind of over football for a little bit. And then I spent last week in Dallas filming content for my big boys club season two. on, on Yeah, the buddy. So like I just it's okay to take a break. Like I just I watched some college basketball this weekend. I watched a tiny bit of Daytona. 
I did not watch much NBA All-Star Weekend. I mean, the game was like at 9 p.m. last night. What are we, do we want any kids to watch it ever in the East Coast? Like, Man. come on, NBA. Uh, Over-under was 324. Started... Jeff came in at 323. Well, don't, don't they have, like, exact – don't they have to play the exact numbers, though? Like, they yeah. Have to feel like that's – Yeah. So, um, I, I just – the all-star game to me. I didn't watch the Pro Bowl either, so I'm equal well, opportunity skipping of all-star the, games. The all, the all, last night's all-star game was entertaining. I will say that. It did provide good okay. drama. So it was – and you have guys actually playing at the end and stars in at the end. But it's uh, – it, I know some people it's not their, their uh, flavor. And it has a little long. By the way, how's the wife's arm feeling today? Uh, I think she's fine. Okay. Um, my arm is struggling because – so I pitched in high school. I mean, pitched all, you know, all the way from when I was five to you know, high school. And I was on this, like, super strict, like, band routine. And I, you know, my pitching coach, I long toss during football season and basketball season. And as soon as I stopped doing all that, man, my shoulder is in – I can't throw anymore, like, for long periods. I can throw fine, but just long periods of time. Like, my shoulder is definitely feeling a little bit of uh, – of, of some soft toss yesterday. We didn't get longer than maybe 30, 40 feet, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling it today. I love it. The Suns uh, Little League team now has a uh, a pitching machine generously yeah. donated by Jeff Schwartz. <laughs> exactly, yes. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, warming, I'm getting, my, getting my arm warm for that. Get him on Twitter at Jeff Schwartz. Hear him here on Fox Sports Radio every Saturday with Steve Hartman at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, everyone. Appreciate you, buddy. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. Check out the latest lines for the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are in for Doug Gottlieb today here on Fox Sports Radio. But you are going to hear Doug's take on what happened in Madison between Juwan Howard and the Wisconsin Badgers. That's next here on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. As we told you, we are sitting in for Doug today. That's because Doug was in earlier today on the Dan Patrick show. And it's time that we hear what Doug had to say in a segment we like to call... And now, what does the fuck say? Doug gave his thoughts about what transpired in Madison yesterday after Michigan played Wisconsin and Juwan Howard and Greg Gard attempted to shake hands. We're making it worse with the fact that there's been no apology. Right. And you don't have to like you don't even have you don't have to talk about whether or not you somebody put their hands on like any of that stuff, whatever. Like we're we're getting away from you can't take a swing at somebody. Yeah, 
You just can't. And Juwan knows it better than anybody else because how long he played. It's the, it's the rule of the NBA. It's what everybody says about these NBA fights is that nobody's actually going to throw a punch because they know you throw a punch, you're going to sit. It's what you tell all your players. You never throw a punch or you sit. And here's the, the second highest paid member of the faculty of, of the University of Michigan on national TV it doesn't matter if it's closed hand or open hand. You can't take a swing at anybody. Can't happen. And it did. Doug, earlier today with Jason McIntyre's, they were sitting in for Dan Patrick, which, which you will be doing tomorrow with Rob Parker. But back to Doug's comments, I, I agree wholeheartedly. If there's anybody that should have an understanding on what you can and can't do, it should be Jawan Howard. And I'm not I'm not trying to pile on on him, but you want to talk about being in the game. You want to talk about having both perspectives. I mean, yeah, if, if there's anybody that should understand that, it should be the, the guy who played for so many years in the NBA and in college as well. Yeah, I mean, you understand. That, look, there's going to be an escalation. You want to bark at each other, bark at each other. Uh, guard with the hand you know, grabbing his arm. Everybody's like, oh, you should see he's mad and just let him go by. It's like, no, you're trying to squash it there. Right, man to man in that space, and didn't expect it to get over. I, I love all the screenshots of past Juwan Howard timeouts called in the final minutes of games, of blowouts, mm. and other things, which I I think are interesting. It's like start asking all those questions, but in the end, a simple apology. All right, we're a forgiving society. You know what? I got caught up in the moment, and I went too far. Yeah. Take the suspension and move on. Right to be defiant about it and like talking about family and 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 I get it. You defend your family, and certainly we've had plenty of those instances. Hell, just go back uh, and and Doug's talked about the the back and forth in in the Twitterverse with with other members of the larger Fox family. I mean, that's that's certainly there. You have that. But it's it's the idea that, you know, you've got to be bigger in the moment. It's a teachable moment uh, for your your kids, your players, uh, everybody around. And you've been in the game for your your the entirety of your adult life. And recognizing it, it's okay to be say you made a mistake. Just like in our business, I think people need to learn how to say when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to know when, when you're in the wrong and apologize and, and just own a bad situation and, and teach people it's okay that, to, to recognize that you made a mistake. You could back end that, Sam, if you need. What does the fuck say? And I will say this. I think a lot of times we try to justify stuff, and that's why we're bringing up all these points. When you just take the actions of what happened, Greg Gard had stepped away from Juwan Howard for about five seconds before something happened. And then it wasn't until after Juwan Howard took the slap at assistant Joe Krabinoff where other players now are starting to throw punches right. and starting to get into it. That was the point. So you can we could talk timeouts. To your point, we could talk about history. We could this and that. Like that's what happened, and 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 just an apology, not saying I'm going to stick up for my guys, or not saying like he did in March when he went after Maryland, uh, then Maryland coach Mark Turgeon, of saying I'm from the South Side of Chicago. That's who I am. None of that matters. It's what actually happened, and there's no way that you can excuse what he did. Listen, Greg Gard's going to get suspended sure. I, 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 I mean and he didn't do anything so like, like just for being a part of it we actually had something like that between Oral Roberts and North Dakota State recently um, where players you know kind of got into it and, and the Oral Roberts coach was all up in the business so we've seen this in college hoops but there's going to be penalties handed out Jawan Howard's going to get one apology or not he's Mike Harmon I'm Dan Byers speaking of handshake lines should we have them that's next 